So okay. So what are we, we doing? Just for an intro? <laughs> yeah, we didn't think about that part. <laughs> we didn't we think about that, that at all, huh? Fuck. Oh, well, man. boys, if you can think of an intro, maybe we can let you walk again. Ayo! Welcome to Rough Cuts. <laughs> no, Boyks has to come to that decision on his own. We all know this. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He decided not to walk. Oh. <laughs> Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. That mutt has the number one show on television. You're over a week and a half behind schedule. From this day forward, Doggy 911 will shoot seven days a week until the time is made up. That dog, what are you crying about? You're a Hollywood star. You got it made. I got the number one show on the tube, and I hate every minute of it! I think they're following us. I recognize that car. We're out of here! Hi, everybody. This is Rough Cuts, the podcast about good boys and bad movies. That's right, bad dog movies. And as you heard, we have a special guest today. We have Miss Shadow Lovely, or Liz. Hello. And I'm your host, Ilion. And of course, we have our co-host, Boyks. Hello. I didn't say the Boyks. I finally did it. It's only taken me like a year. You did it. (laughs) We made Liz watch the second doggone movie in the trilogy which we also oh. haven't watched was this the second one i was assuming this yeah. was fairly late into the series i didn't realize this was only like the second in the world building the first movie is a dog on christmas which is about a telepathic dog that escapes a government facility and then a latex cop goes after him a do- all a in the spirit of christmas cop. yeah dominatrix cop a, mo- a mommy cop <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, call. that is the spirit of Christmas. Everybody knows, like, in A Christmas Carol, that the third ghost that visits you is a dominatrix cop, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he just used one of the costumes from, like, one of his pervy Blair Witch knockoffs I wish that was the ghost of my Christmas future. <laughs> and I'm, it sounds like I'm joking about his pervy Blair Witch movies, but he's made three of them. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> That's Jim Winorski. Jim Winorski. <laughs> This is the man who famously said, yeah, I could make, like, all these crappy pervy movies, but people just buy the family shit. <laughs> so yes. just do that. That's how you make money. Weird. It's almost like kids are easy to market to. That's so crazy. <laughs> That's an almost direct quote from him. It's pretty amazing. He's very blatant in what he wants to do, which is to make some goddamn money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the third movie that comes after this is about, like, the same group of kids, but now they're paranormal investigators or something, and it's in, like, Unsolved mystery style. Oh. Is, is yeah. does the Yo-Yo kid still have a Yo-Yo? 
I don't think that kid has a yo-yo still. No, no, I. No, but they go to Area Fifty One. Yeah. Oh. They do. Yeah. I. I'm thinking about this as a trilogy in the three movies, and I don't think there's any through line at all. I don't think there's (laughs) anything that connects them in the slightest. No. They have a telepathic dog in all of them, and the dog is named Murphy in all of them. And they have the same kids, I think, in all of them. Mm-hmm. And they're all different characters each time. <laughs> and they're all shot at Jim Wynorski's summer home. Yeah. So this is more akin to, like, an anthology than an actual series. This is like the American horror story of dog movies. Yes. Which or... is why we had you on as a guest. Yeah. Very it's smart true. of us. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very I'm, American This is horror my story. wheelhouse. <laughs> There, there's no clowns, like, masturbating in the corner, but... Yet. Yet. It is Jim Wynorski. Wait until Dog Gone 4. I don't know. I As much as I shit on American Horror Story on the other podcast, at least American Horror Story has never had a subplot about a child choosing to not be disabled anymore. Yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the worst plot in the three movies, too, by far. That, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, too, honestly, I I was disappointed in this because in the first movie and the last movie in particular, it featured a lot of Paul Logan. And Paul Logan is a fucking treat to watch, let me tell mm-hmm. you. Holy shit. He might be the goodest boy of the films. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. There were a lot mm-hmm. of dogs in this movie. There were, actually. <laughs> this one kind of took a bit of the <sighs> pup star. <laughs> like, uh, the the trashy, like, let's just put a bunch of dogs in front of a green screen <laughs> and call it a film take. But only for certain yeah. parts of it, thankfully. Uh, I don't know. I, a dog on Hollywood. So how, how do they follow up a Christmas movie about a telepathic dog escaping the government? How how do they? How to describe how, what we just perceived? Yeah, how how do they follow up with that? I would suggest that they don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. They they just don't reference any of that at all ever, and none of it matters. Speaking of none of it mattering, who was the antagonist in this film? Capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mean the capitalism of Jim Wynorski making Jim another Wynorski one of these fucking movies? Wanting to make more yeah. money, yeah. That yeah, cap, yeah. Cap. I just meant capitalism as a whole, both in the fictional universe and also the real-life universe. Yeah, there, it's going to say the, the capitalism in the real-life universe is why we're stuck watching this fucking thing. <laughs> this movie also has a fictional story and capitalism in it, in, in its fictional yes. dog food. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, unironically, no. like, capitalism and the United States healthcare system, I believe, are the antagonists of this mm. movie. I guess, yeah. I was just thinking there's kind of not... There's not really any friction in this movie. The, <laughs> I, the biggest... I... Yeah, the biggest antagonist might be the agency, I guess. Like, the, the hiring agency for... Or the talent agency for the dog, I guess. Yeah, I, that was my I guess, guess as well. But then they turn out to be the good guys by the end of it, where they're all chasing the dog and trying and helping the kid to walk to save the dog, and then the dog just goes back to work with the agency, right? Like that's 
That's because the agency they learns about the, power the power of love of and walk yeah. and children walking. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. You got it. <laughs> There's a small difference when the dog decides to go back to the abusive ad agency and and talent agency, and that's that they have a different trainer. That's the only difference. Yeah, what happened with that? Did I like? Did I just space out and miss where they replaced the guy with the whip, like mid movie? I I think the Dom Daddy dog trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I I think he just dies off screen. Oh, that makes sense. Actually, yeah. that he got hit by the train that the kid narrowly avoided because he learned to walk again. Every movie needs a Dom Leather Daddy dog trainer. Yeah, I'm always he had a horrible this. whipping accident. <laughs> I'm always saying this. Oh my God. Uh, but so the the movie has a. It's built Hollywood. In... Listen, you didn't want to see him with in the trailer with that whip afterwards. <laughs> no. So well, maybe screen. that was in the credits. We didn't get to see the credits. It could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim. Jim just shows up on screen. Oh, you guys want some filth? Oh, I got it for you. <laughs> I shot this. Couldn't put it in the film, but it's in the credits. Joy. <laughs> Right? The dog like, did say he had like a big house, so maybe he was just back at his big house, just vibing. He's like, I don't need to be present for this. They'll find my mm-hmm, dog. I don't mm-hmm. care. That's fair. That could be it. But okay, so there's an in-universe television series that sure. they're shooting yes. called Doggone Nine One One. Yeah, which is an action show starring Murphy, the Jack Russell Terrier, uh, mm-hmm. who is also is it Jesse the Jack? Is that the actual yes, dog? Ju- the just Jesse. Star? It's just, just Jesse. Jesse. The Jack Daniel, uh, the Jack, Jack the Jack Daniels, Daniels. the Jack Daniels, Terrier. named like a racehorse, truly. <laughs> Just Jesse, the Jack Daniels drinking dog. Honestly, <laughs> it would have made this movie a lot more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Dog's just slurring his lines the whole time. Ah, kid, listen. <laughs> God, you know, Hollywood's Hollywood kid. It's rough. <laughs> Okay, well, hell of a start. <laughs> okay. Wonder Dog and Dirk Stevens. Oh. With tonight's special guest star, Cynthia Rothrock. Tonight's episode, A Bark in Time Saves Nine. The movie starts off, like all doggone movies, with some of the best CG I've ever seen. And they're uh-huh. flying in a helicopter... Looking around for trouble, and by they I mean Murphy and mm-hmm. the goodest boy, Paul Logan. Paul Logan, and they're just flying around in their cool helicopter, being like, "Oh, I bet there's trouble around. We should go look for trouble so that we could save people because we're we're rescuers. We rescue people." And at the same time, there's a family who drive in two unmarked black vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> They're very important, you see. At the same time, following each mm-hmm. other, who have brake problems, and instead of stopping the vehicle and calling a tow or anything, they're, they're just driving at highway speed, being like, wow, our brakes really aren't working right. That's weird. <laughs> huh. Hey, is that Dead Man's Gorge ahead? Yeah, we should probably <laughs> make sure that we hit that before we uh, try those we, brakes again, yeah, right? Yeah, we should Let's go check that out. Step on the gas. The, the repair place. <laughs> Do a little off-roading. <laughs> So, the, I guess Murphy lands the helicopter and they decide to go chase down the vehicle on foot to stop it. (laughs) Yep. As you do. Sure. 
They said there was like coolant or something on the ground as well, as if that's an issue, as if the brakes wasn't enough of a problem. There's also slippery mm. ground ahead for some reason. Very important. And they're, they're reaching a 15 degree incline down a hill that leads directly into a gorge. Yeah. I loved it during this whole thing. Liz immediately, like she was saying, is this the president of the United States? Like the... <laughs> It's one family that they keep zooming in on, but then when they zoom out, it's two cars, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like and they're black very, SUVs. They're, yeah, they're like very clearly unmarked, like FBI cars. Like, <laughs> you know, this is my driving car, and then my mm-hmm. friend's driving car. It's like the opening of Metal Gear Rising. It's the exact scene. Yeah, including the dog. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Including the dog named Rex. Yeah, exactly. And you've got a big good boy named Rex, and then you have the the puppy of Raiden jumping Ryden. in front of Rex to yeah, try so and get hit. How do they stop the vehicles? Because the brakes aren't working. Like Raiden, you go in front of it, and then you just stop it. <laughs> and you split it wide open. They just put the dog, the small Jack Russell Terrier, in the road, and they're like, they'll stop. Nobody would hit a dog. <laughs> Nobody would run over a dog. Just like choosing to walk, you can also choose to just have your brakes work again. That's how cars work. <laughs> Is this guy important? Like, this is the family on trip, right? Oh my god. I don't. Murphy! Everybody knows no one's ever hit a dog with a car. This will give them the power to stop. Uh, wow, Murphy's a genius. <laughs> now they crashed for a different reason. Listen, no no god would, in the universe would want to kill a puppy. So, I mean, it'll just fix, the universe will just right itself and make sure that dog lives. This movie starts with a fake out for the dog getting hit by a car. And I'm like, ah, oh, they should have just hit the dog with the car. Then it would be a dog <laughs> Very movie. different movie. Very, very different tone for this movie. Cop dog started that way. You'd and then we that, just had a ghost dog for the rest of the film. And yeah, it was I, fine. I would have loved if it was a ghost dog. Are you joking? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you had a pretty good chance because it doesn't say ghost or dog really in the title. So that's oh, generally yeah. all of our ghost dog movies. <laughs> they make sure that they don't reference as ghosts or dogs. And then you just suddenly are in a ghost dog movie. You have to bait and switch so that when it hits the dog, it scares <laughs> the children watching the movie. Yeah. Oh, and like hereditary for kids. And then their aunt goes on to IMDb and leaves a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's a good movie. God, our very first movie was Cop Dog, where which is about a ghost dog, and then our second movie was Karate Dog, which was about a cop dog. Like this is a very common thing. <laughs> Damn, but, really stretching the limits of ACAB here. Uh, anyway, no. we. We find out that this is just the TV show, Dog on 911, and is not actually the movie we're supposed to be watching. Because they're shooting the film. And Cynthia well, Rothrock is there up. for some reason. <laughs> well, because she's an actress in their fake movie, and she never shows up again. Cynthia Rothrock was smart enough to collect a paycheck from this one and then just get the hell out. Her character is Cynthia Rothrock. Yes. Yeah, it's Mom and Car as <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock. Yes, yeah. Because she's Which an actress a, in the movie. So. Now that you mention it, it is a bit odd because that character, like, literally shows up in the fake TV show and then never appears again. Which makes sense, like, if you haven't seen it. But, like, 
the rest of the actors do show mm-hmm. up for the rest of the movie, just as actors, just playing That's actors true. on a TV set. She's the only mm-hmm. one who never like shows up again. Everybody else is there. The blonde lady's there. Like everybody else is there. I mean, given her pigtail haircut, she's kind of like a little German girl, and she probably walked into the you know cave of blunt smoking afterwards. You know, yeah. like no, no little German girl, don't. That's <laughs> where the zip line off. goes through. Oh, that makes sense. Got the zip line. <laughs> <laughs> what really threw we'll me though is that we'll Paul. There. So Paul Logan is in this fake TV series as like this special agent man. But in the first and third movies, this is why I'm saying there's no through line for these films at all, and they don't make any sense, is because mm-hmm. he is a character in the first and third movies as, like, Secret Agent Man, where he's like an actual secret agent doing secret agent things. And in this one, he's an actor playing a secret agent. Yeah, so they're like, different. Wait, it, I don't think that these are any of the same characters. They're just played by all the same actors. I think you're right that this is a great and terrible Oz situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think maybe he just doesn't know that he's acting? <laughs> no, he wait, just that character? <laughs> he just thinks he's a secret agent? Yeah, knowing that character, it could be. It could be. Because I Either think in he... the first movie, he was like Doug Bowser or something. Like the president <laughs> of Nintendo. So Doug Bowser. Yeah, his name was Doug Bowser, I'm pretty sure. Oh, pretty my sure God. Pretty sure was the president of Nintendo was his character name. So yeah. it's either he's an actor who doesn't realize he's not a secret agent and is doing secret agent things offset, or he's a secret agent who doesn't realize he's in a movie and thinks he's actually mm-hmm. doing, like, a secret agent mission. I could see it either way, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe he's got a split personality and it's both. <gasps> <gasps> Maybe that's what the anthology is leading up to, and then in the fourth movie you're like, wait, they converge. Mind blown. Yeah. Extended universe. On set, we find out that the dog's being mistreated by the trainer, and they lock him in a car with the windows up on a 95-degree day. It's a limo. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's a limo, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, you've never heard of grossing a dog in a limo. Come on. (laughs) And there's a group of kids just standing around. And then, like, one of the security guys or the trainer was like, Hey, kids, stop standing there. You stop standing <laughs> in that ditch outside the set. Yeah, come on, boy. No, everybody knows that you can't roast the dog in a limo. If you're going to roast the dog properly, you got to get a, like, nice 2002 Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's the way to do it. Um, you got to have um, it authentic. Yeah, or at least you need to... If you're going to roast the dog, it's got to be, like, a comic puppet dog with a cigar sitting out of its mouth well we kind of get to that eventually there is a point where there is a uh, very good fake dog in this movie uh so the the kids that are standing around on the set aren't just standing around they're doing something very important oh, do you God. remember what they were doing liz or holding an ipad sized phone backwards to their ear like they're talking into it and then asking another child who's off like offset um in a wheelchair to hack the mainframe. Yes! <laughs> and no, that wasn't me doing a bit. That's what happens. I remember. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember this at all. I was paying attention to the important bit. He asked for the important bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Does nobody Which remember? Is. Which is? There's a kid playing with a yo-yo. Yeah. There's a, a yo-yo. bad kid with a yo-yo. Come Correct. on. Correct. Does nobody paying attention to the yo-yo? Look at Our best boy, Ronnie. Dog. Yeah, so three of the kids are Silicon Valley's smart genius hackers. Plus, actually, the fourth kid, I guess, too. 
in the wheelchair at home is the major hacker who hacks into mm-hmm. a drone. And the other one just has a cool yo-yo. And you know what? Every every group of friends needs he's a cool a, yo-yo kid. He's a genius with that yo-yo boy because you don't understand. That's why they keep him around. He, he's the mm-hmm. one who like brings up the morale of the overall group. He's like the bard. Yeah. But they they hack a drone by connecting it to the limo, which then hacks the computer inside the limo. Because it that, has satellite Wi-Fi, boys. Because it has satellite Wi-Fi <laughs> on its tape deck. <laughs> yeah, the they were really the banking on that nobody's ever been in a limo. They were really like, we got to pick a car no one's ever been in, so this is believable. Big Brother finally comes in handy for a change. Did, Wait, the, did that kid just refer to Big Brother? Yes, yes, because he's going to hack the police he's drone. A hacker. That's what he just said. Yes. Okay, good. I got it. What's good? The limo is equipped with satellite Wi-Fi. Hell yeah. What he would look him? like a hundred percent more like a hacker hey, if they gave him a Bluetooth headset. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Tell him I'm sending one of my special apps. He'll know what to do. And they they hack the door so it opens the analog pop up like lock. Yeah, I love that a, this is a nineteen eighties limo. limo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which opens the door and allows mm-hmm. Murphy to escape. All so they can get a photo of Murphy on their cell phones. Also, sorry, yeah. I'm having an epiphany just now. Mm-hmm. So, like, not to skip too far ahead, but in like ten to fifteen minutes, the dog himself will mm-hmm. lament that no one on set has ever pet him. But mm-hmm, I'm now yes. having an epiphany that in the scene we are currently watching, the weird, mean, dom daddy trainer yells at the two kid actors <laughs> yes. on set for petting the dog too much. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So Murphy's just a goddamn liar is what Murphy's he is. Murphy's a piece of shit is what you're realizing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, how Murphy explained how he got telepathy has to be a lie. So... <laughs> The kids are just too dumb to ask. Do you think this is like a Chucky's Child's Play situation? Like a grown adult man died, but there happened to be a dog nearby, and so he just inhabited the the dog's body? I mean, considering the way that he gets the powers, which is, (laughs) he gets struck by lightning. (laughs) That's it. He's the Flash. One day I hop a train to Hollywood. Thinking fun in the sun, right? Only thing in a train in when I get there. What's that about? So I'm thinking maybe Vegas. But just then, lightning strikes me on the head. What? Four hours later, I wake up in an animal shelter I... and I'm suddenly hearing and I what didn't everybody's die. thinking and understanding it as well. So what happened next? I think well, that's also the plot to Bolt? Looking to pick up dog extras for Beethoven 18. I never saw that. Uh, Nobody me. did. I. That doesn't even fly in a Marvel comic. You get struck by lightning and now you have telepathy. No. Yeah, that's some <laughs> garbage DC shit. Anyway. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, okay, so they, they hack the mainframe limo mm. and let Murphy go. Murphy runs and everybody on the set's like, oh, God, get that dog. There's a dog. That dog is a menace. He's going to kill us all. God, I love that they're, again, you they let this dog loose so that he loses his home. 
so they can get a photo mm-hmm. of him. Just because a photo. Just, they want to yeah. be paparazzi. They want to post it on social media. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, these little bastards are willing to sell off. it to the National Enquirer. <laughs> TMZ's really getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah. As everybody's running around trying to get Murphy, the kids are like, oh, shit, we should leave before they think that we did it. I mean, we did do it, but what if they think we did it? <laughs> we better get out of here before they think we did it. <laughs> What if we're held responsible for our crime? <laughs> yeah, so then they just they just wander off into the woods because it's free to shoot in the woods, I guess. Good thing that they were shooting in the woods that these kids happen to have to go through every single day to and from school, or otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have a plot. It's the same path that they go from their house to the zip line and then school. Yeah, it's it like makes an open no world video game. Like there is an open world to explore, but it is fairly limited. We only have like five locations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they also have that very convenient construction site where we can, where we very soon can have two agents that were assigned mm-hmm. to watch over the dog that get yelled at, who are going to be our bumbling fools chasing the dog down. Go to the school and decide, all right, how are we going to catch this dog? I know. What we'll do is we'll park in our unmarked van outside, just outside of the school. Maybe, oh, do you see that construction yard there? Yeah, we can park there. All right, do you got your binoculars so that we can watch these children through the fence? Yeah, 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 I got them. All right, good to go then, baby. Let's get this on. After we alert the principal to our presence, by the way. Yes, so they yeah, will know yeah. we're in the area looking for a specific child with a yo-yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's make it very obvious that we're searching for children publicly, loudly, and then park our unmarked van around the corner from the school. And this is technically a bit later because first Murphy needs to like yes, break into yeah. the hacker kid's house to be like, hey, can I stay here? Is it okay if I oh, crash? Yeah. Do you mind if I eat all the food in your kitchen? <laughs> hey, you got no any beer though. here? Oh, and by the way, I I am a telepathic dog. How's it going, everybody? I can talk. Yo, yo, yo. He also, like, kind of menaces them a little bit, following them to their house, because, like, they keep hearing this voice, and they're like, what's that? What? Like, they even mistake, like, his voice for one of the kids' voices at one point. Yeah. So, like, he's just kind of following them, like a little creep, just, like, like, like talking he's at them. them. Like, yeah. he was hit by the car and then turned into a ghost dog? <laughs> yeah. A and then there's like a haunted that, zip line? Weird. Uh, God, the way and the way that he talks is he's he's not like a Gilbert Gottfried, but he's got like this ah kids what you doing like he feels like he should be chomping a cigar all the time right like he's just it's like a it's a sleazy dog somehow <laughs> yeah like a, I like told a you this is, a chi- this is a child's play situation yeah. <laughs> I expect this man to be selling me like. A, a bad fridge or a used car at any moment, mm-hmm. like selling me a lemon. The, mm-hmm. the kids, a- after Murphy breaks into their house and then just forces them to keep him there hiding for a night. Yeah. On the television, there's an ad playing for one of the dog foods that Murphy is the mascot of for an ad agency, because I guess Murphy has a pretty good, you know. Uh, I guess he has a pretty good agent that just gets some jobs all the time. That's pretty good. The world's most famous dog. Makes sense. Yeah. Irreplaceable, apparently. Yeah, and the dog food is in space. And at the end, it's like, in space, no one can hear you bark. This dog food will kill your animal. (laughs) 
Please Aliens buy. will eat everybody you know. Um, please buy our dog food. Elmo pet child. Because in space, cats and dogs no can hear you bark. I oh wait, but that's all so horror. No, that's bad. Okay. That yeah. But you liked Elmo. Body you don't want your dog food to remind you of the imminent demise of, food, of the universe and also be hunted by aliens. For poor little dog like me, would you? But they, importantly, they also hear that there's a $25,000 reward, which is pretty low for the world's most famous dog. An irreplaceable one, by the way, because my biggest gripe with this was that the producer, the director, who's like a main character... Um, she's like, we have to get this dog back. We can't possibly use another dog for this. It has to be this one. And I'm like, well, you know, like in Hollywood, most people just know that like every famous dog is actually like 20 dogs actually playing the same dog or cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, they must not acknowledge that because this is a kid's movie. No, they do like five times. They're like, yeah, even Lassie had like 20 dogs. And then they're like, no. That's true, but for some reason, we can't. It's got to be this dog. There's only one dog that we can use here. Yeah. And they don't know that this dog has telepathy, so that's not the reason. No. (laughs) No, he's just, he's a really good actor. Hey, listen, Mm -hmm. Murphy Murphy really sells it out there on the stage, (laughs) I guess. But yeah, no, they actually acknowledge, like you said, I remember the executive comes down at one point, he's like, so... Why are you not shooting it anymore? And they're like, well, look, the dog's missing. He's like, even Batman had different actors. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you get a talking dog. about? Yeah. Just get another fucking dog. And then on top of that, we brought up almost immediately after. So what was your game plan? Because like they're lamenting like, oh, we're losing millions of dollars every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, um, so what was the plan when the dog died? Just pack it all up like we're done we're done here i guess it's over no more i mean dogs don't die Let's that's be fair. true yeah gonna grand moff tarkin this dog <laughs> <laughs> cgm forever maybe they were just gonna put super agent man in a dog costume and make him run around on all fours that would work too okay i would watch paul logan <laughs> if paul logan assumed the throne yes yeah but so the the mom of one of the kids is all like, okay, you're going to school, you know, you can bring the dog or whatever, but also make sure that you pick up a cake from the bake sale. Here's $5 I found in my cabinet where I keep $5. Make sure you awkwardly hold it at the camera, but fold it in half very, very straight so everyone can see that it is exactly $5. No. I'm okay, going to interject mom. here very specifically because, and you're you're going to go, Liz, this isn't important. No, it is. Uh-huh. She very specifically instructs the daughter to ob- ob- to obtain a pie, specifically a pie. not yeah. mince or rhubarb. Yeah. She specifically says, get a pie, not mince or rhubarb. Um, keep that in mind for a scene later where pies mm-hmm. are involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they, they go to school and Principal Callahan who is our favorite character in the series, gets a He's call. He's in so little of this one. He's in so little of this one. Anyway. He I'm is, sorry. unfortunately. I'm but he gets, a, he gets a call from his receptionist that there's two agents at the door that want to talk to him about a kid with a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. And it's real good. So Principal Callahan is basically Dirty Harry. And his brother is named Harry, who's Dirty Harry. 
It's it's just canon that that's Dirty Harry's brother. All right. Yeah, we gotta ask yourself one question, son. Do you feel lucky? Is that the guy from L.A. Noir? Well, do you, punk? All right, then. Come back Monday. You can take the test over. Let me see if I've got this straight. You two gentlemen are missing a dog, and you think one or more of my students may have stolen it. Is that about right? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have a shred of evidence. You're not sure which kids, because you weren't close enough to make a positive ID. Yet the only thing that you remember positively is that one of the kids may have had a yo-yo. I stake my Well, we only have one kid yeah, who does yo-yo stuff here, now so. Now you want me to give you a free run at the school so you can track down this alleged kid with a yo-yo? Sounds good. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, no, that'd be good, yeah. Yeah, if you don't mind, so. Yeah, all right. No problem. Yeah, well, as a matter of fact, I do mind, strenuously, you dudes get lost. Here now. But. Drop it. The only <laughs> yo-yos around here are you two. And you're not getting any of my kids a third degree. Not without a court order and over my dead body. Understand? I mean, yeah, probably Again, a good policy sir, to not let two strange men um, Both look for children in your school. Bye, yep. Mr. Callahan. Yeah, we'll... Uh, be... Yeah. Okay. I didn't go to public school, but this is how I imagine all principals canonically are. This is right. Yeah, this is accurate. I would say as a public school attendee, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the, the agent show up and he's like, yeah, you're not going to talk to any of my fucking kids. Especially not looking for one with a yo-yo unless you got a warrant. And if you come back, I'll shoot you in the brain. Right in the fucking head. <laughs> all right, man. <sighs> it's, it's, all right. Yeah. And so the, the kids went to the bank sale and they're outside while the agents are creepily looking at them through binoculars, like you mentioned earlier. And they all get pies, except for one of them gets eclairs, which is the one who was asked specifically to buy a pie. <laughs> who was given money explicitly to buy a pie. Money that they cannot afford to be spending. Um, yes. Yeah, I was going to raise that. Her brother deigned to have medical bills, so their money is tight. This rude little bastard just decided one day not to walk. Yeah, and this is God, the hacker. it's been three years, and he yeah, still has say, not just decided to uh, walk again. God. Yeah, so the, the hacker kid's in a wheelchair because his dad and him got into a car accident, and the dad didn't make it. So the mom and everybody else, including his therapist and science teacher... <laughs> I guess not are, are not blaming, and he never becomes dad, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who just hangs out at his house teaching him? <laughs> I guess because they don't they don't allow wheelchair kids in school. I don't. What the hell's up with that? <laughs> yeah, it's been three years. You can't expect him to be like living a normal life three years after an accident. What are you talking about? Uh, but they're they're blaming him, saying he just won't get over it. He can walk fine, and I'm like. Uh -huh. Like, imagine, imagine your mom is like, yeah, it sucks that you are really torn up about your dad dying in that accident, but man, m money's real tight. Do you think yeah. you would just, like, choose to walk again? It's kind of shitty that you're, like, making us spend all this money on, like, physical therapy. Could you, like, decide so to walk, bad. actually? <laughs> it's so bad. 
really, really selfish of this kid. Yeah, it, you're right, boy, because it's terrible of him to the, decide the not story, to walk no, like this and no, hurt his mother. No, not that. The story, I think, is supposed to be uplifting. I can't believe you'd written, have said that, boy, because that's... Really it's like, written in the most condescending way possible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, before all this happens, actually, technically, Murphy does meet a man playing checkers. Oh, oh God. God. I forgot about yeah, the checkers goes. Fuck is this scene? The checker scene is really fucking weird. <laughs> Holy this is where it becomes some avant-garde shit. Because you just <laughs> <laughs> Well like the dog there's no reason for any of this to happen. Because the he's walking with the kids and then he goes, Wait, no, I gotta go find my bone. That's his reason for leaving. And then he goes, oh, yeah. Bone by the lake, bone by the lake, bone by the lake. They're in, like, fucking Arizona. They're in the <laughs> like, middle of a desert, yeah. In the middle of a desert. So this dog runs off, and then there's a guy that's just sitting under a tree, playing checkers in his well, mind. And I do mean in his mind, in his because mind, none yeah. of the checkers pieces have fucking moved. We see, we say playing checkers, but it's more that he's staring depressingly at a checkerboard. <laughs> at a checkerboard, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we find the... out in about 30 seconds that he does not actually know how to play checkers. No, no. <laughs> Nobody knows how to play checkers. Because no. the dog comes over and starts playing checkers with him and talking with him and moving things around on the board. And then it keeps cutting back to the board where the pieces haven't moved. And well, then it'll cut to the incorrect board. places. Yeah. And, then they're, and then they're like, the pieces are on top of each other in like a big pile in a way that makes no sense for checkers. And then it comes back and it's just like... Now suddenly there's only, like, three on the board, and then the guy goes, you know, it's interesting sitting out here and playing checkers by myself. Now I've found a talking dog. Guess I finally died. <laughs> and then it's just like, that's the end of the no, scene. It's not it's even that. <laughs> it's not even that he thinks he's dead. It's that he says, well, now that I'm talking to a telepathic dog, it's not much longer for me. I'm losing it. And I'm yeah. going to die. <laughs> Afraid he won't be coming along. I get it. Sorry. Oh, don't be. Now that I'm conversing with a checker playing dog, I guess it won't be long before I'm following in his footsteps. Oh! You shouldn't talk like that. You're a human. You still have time left. Us dogs, we only have 15 years or so to pack a lifetime into. And let me tell you something, it ain't easy. Well, you Ooh. certainly have some food for thought there, Murphy. I'll be gnawing on what you said. It makes a lot of sense. I'll be gnawing on what you said while I'm stroking out, apparently. Yep. <laughs> As I'm knocking on well, death's door. It looks like you're winning at this game. How about two out of three? Sure, what time is it? I, only one of the pieces is moved. He just thinks and death has visited him in the form of a checkers playing dog. <laughs> yes, and then the well, and I think that it has because then the scene ends. <laughs> That's just the end of it. The guy the never shows up again. The dog no. never talks about it again. There's no checkers things that happen. Hey, There's wait, nothing. wait, wait, wait! I'm I'm having I'm having like a weird moment. It, it was was the old man wearing glasses? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so, no. Is no. That, oh, I thought maybe that's where he got the glasses for the next scene from. Oh, that would be so funny. fucked up. That would be yeah. so fucked up. It would be fucked up if Murphy murdered a man playing checkers by himself <laughs> and then stole his glasses. <laughs> yes. That would be yes. so fucked up. Anyway, that, that leads into the scene where they went to the bake sale and Murphy has glasses and the agents are, are spying on them from afar, which is not creepy at all. So then the agents follow them home 
driving slowly in their unmarked black vehicle. Through a national forest. <laughs> Remember, a national forest. Yeah, I was going to say, follow them home through a national state park, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and the kids are like, hey, what's that over there? I think that unmarked black vehicle is following us. As it, like, run- goes around the forest floor. Like, there's no road here. <laughs> <They're> just- <laughs> and they are truly going, like, maybe five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. They are going as slow as humanly possible. Because this car is, like, 50 years old. It is not meant to be going off-roading. No. If I no. was in a parking lot behind this car, I would be laying on my horn the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking move, Grandma. They follow them into the woods. The kids say, let's cheese it. And they run to the haunted zip line. <laughs> we established okay. <laughs> this area earlier in the movie. Which is across some dangerous, uh, I guess, like, plank bridges that are rope bridges, which are missing planks. Mm-hmm. Some and rotten old suspension bridges, yeah. Completely unnavigatable by adult individuals, I guess. This sure. is true. This As an really adult, I can I can say that I can't cross a suspension bridge. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to cross these suspension bridges. They have some really good, fantastic green screen of huge mountain landscapes in the background. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is basically over the Grand Canyon, and boy, this zip line it it goes places. It's a shame they shut it down. Really, this is the coolest zip line I've. I don't ever know why seen. they shut it down. It looks perfectly safe. But yeah. They, yeah, I can't possibly imagine. They get to the, the rip line, which is called rip line because it kills you. And <laughs> they put on their helmets, which they had there because they stored them at the hidden haunted zip line. All, all <sighs> I'm saying is that the end location of the zip line is the ground, which is good because it just shoves you directly into your grave. Yeah, th- this is <laughs> like a 50 degree make. angle downward. Yes. Yes. It, it's just... Well, it has to be. It's like a seven mile long zip line. It has to constantly be It's one cable, seven miles long. Yes. <laughs> it because takes you into scene... a different postal code. Of course, it has they to all... be downhill. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they all jump on the zip line, and they they're gonna be safe because they have a helmet. They wore now. their helmets, and. Uh, they jump on the zip line and start going, and we get a like five, ten minute extended chase scene of them on the zip line, which is why we're saying it's seven miles long, because this scene is literally <laughs> many minutes long of just them on the zip line. Uh, still holding their pies, I need to point out. They still have the pie in the box. Every single one of them has a box of pies. And Some I think of them pies... have boxes that have multiple pies. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, one box had like 10 pies in it. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> Clown car ass pie. It, he bought all the pies that other girl who just bought eclairs. Eclairs. Those Those eclairs she never bought, came up again. I wonder no. if he bought all the extra. Where the mom chewed her out for buying eclairs, but that never happened. No. But they start throwing pies at these guys. They mm-hmm. eventually hit a hornet's nest. And well, with the yo-yo, okay. with the yo-yo, with the yo-yo specifically, yeah, with the yo-yo, the Which yo-yo then, of kid. course, the hornets yeah. love. Hornets fucking love lemon meringue pie. Let me tell you, as everybody knows. Not I... a big fan of eclairs, though. <laughs> no, so they go no. all over the guys. 
the, and this the, whole scene is also CG zipline. Oh, it's it's like the, worse the than way. Spy Kids CG. Yeah, it's bad, mm. but it's so good. They go uh, through a tunnel through an entire mountain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the whoever, cave. That's the that's yeah, the weed smoking cave. Whoever that is, the blunt smoking. That's it. That was the cave. They just who. Who cuts a fucking tunnel in a mountain, like a cave, for a zipline? Somebody who's real fucking rad, that's who. Yeah. (laughs) Is that why it got shut down? Yeah, it was too cool. (laughs) Yeah, you can't have a zipline that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Looks so bad. I think a helmet was the least of our worries. That man's being held up by his crutch. That's it. This zipline seems extremely dangerous. That's why it's closed down. (laughs) Does this thing have any brains? I agree. Yeah, we're about to fucking die. <laughs> also, how did you know that the zipline ends up like where you live? Oh my god! What? Wow, this kid has impeccable aim. Holy, Holy shit. shit! It's from all the Fortnite. This kid's a sniper. Yeah. That's the sniper kid. Oh man. Oh, they're throwing Wait. all these cream pies. You get to have lemon meringue while on the zipline. These two guys are super lucky. Yeah. You had two pies in there? How many pies they got? Everybody except for the one kid who was supposed to get a pie got a pie. They got a Claire's, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think she's gonna throw the Claire though. You don't want to throw a Claire's. A Claire's is too good to waste. How many pies yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and that's for her brother who can't walk anymore, so. Like okay, four... you caught that one on purpose. Yeah. I would too. If I knew somebody oh, the... was chucking pies at me, I also would try to catch it. <laughs> yeah, the whole time that um, somebody's throwing pies at me, I'm like, oh no, oh god, don't throw pies at me. Ah. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I... uh... Everyone knows once you've activated the bees, they will only go after the pies. Holy shit! <laughs> So after the pies, the hornets, and the cave, they make it down to the bottom ahead of the two agents, and then they see that there's a big lever connected to the zip line to to take it down. And the kids are like, "Oh, we're gonna commit a murder." <laughs> yeah, let's let's just kill some fuckers. <laughs> they, they landed perfectly safely because of their helmets, which slowed them down, mm-hmm. even though there were no brakes on the zip line. Unlike an alpine coaster where you control your own braking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just plow right into the ground and then they're perfectly fine. So in order to prevent that for the agents, they have to tear down that zip line while they're on it and just kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one kid's trying to do it and it's like, oh, it's too hard. Everybody come in, become my accomplice, please. <laughs> 
They can never Listen, identify did, just one of us. We did the drone hacking thing together. We're all culpable for that. You're in for a penny, in for a pound. Get over here, fuckers. Well, we gotta rope the yo-yo kid into the crime somehow, because right now he hasn't done a crime. So right now mm. he's like the biggest liability. So we That's need to get true, him involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah he could yeah. be a snitch later on. You gotta make mm. sure that he's involved in the implicated in the murder. So yeah, they're also like a little mean stitches, to him. So. Yeah, they're a little mean to him. Yeah. So they need to make sure that he's loyal later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta generate some blackmail here for sure. Uh, anyway, the agents land in the lake that the dog was trying to find the boat at, I guess. <laughs> and they're the fine, because landing in water at 100 miles per hour down a zip line is how you land softly. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Everyone knows this. <laughs> no one's ever been hurt falling into water, ever. After that, the kids go home. I guess. And they see... I guess like the the wheelchair kid's mom is going over her her taxes and her expenditures yes. and she's like, "Oh no, everything's so bad. I don't know if we're going to make it through the end of the week." And the kids are like, "Whoa, are you really low on money?" "No. I guess uh, well, we're only in so- financial well, ruin, child. If a certain someone would just decide to walk again, we wouldn't be <sighs> in such a bad situation. I'm just saying." And this makes the kids decide that, you know what, maybe we should be a snitch on that dog. There was $25,000 on the line. Wait a minute. What if, yeah, what if the whole central thrust of this that we want to keep him away from the agency actually became something that we needed to do? Because we need money. <laughs> moral I guess. dilemma. It's not even a dilemma. They just no, decide not to do it immediately. They just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And the dog is like... Yeah, you know what? Actually, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lied. Actually, people do pet me on set. I was just being I was just an being asshole. A shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after uh, spending like a full day with a bunch of kids, I've decided that I'd rather live in Hollywood again. <laughs> I killed I a guess. man for his glasses. It's fine. I need to. <laughs> I need to hide from the law anyway. They'll never find that body. <laughs> yeah, they might find the checkers board, but they will not find his body. Mm. I just had to go out and do one more killing. It was only one more. <laughs> one one more time I had to go and kill a checkers man in the woods. I had to sate my bloodthirst one last time before retiring to my mm-hmm. life of dog food commercials. At this moment, the producer <sighs> is in a car with her daughter. And her daughter is asking her the very important question of, Hey, do you actually really care about Murphy like I do? Like everybody who loves that gorgeous celebrity dog does? Do you really care? And then... The, the producer mom uh, has an existential crisis of, I don't give a fuck about this dog, but I don't want to tell my child that. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm not going to change my mind. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Driving at, like, high speed on this windy mountain road they have outside of mm-hmm. the windows CG'd in this car... She starts having this existential crisis just, like, kind of blankly staring out the window... Which is good because then, you know, it's something snaps her out of it and gets her back to driving. You know, mm-hmm. the phone call that she gets where she has to then juggle the phone and keep yeah. driving at high speeds down this windy mountain. Well, the phone call saved her because it broke the awkward silence of her having to tell her, her daughter, <laughs> I hate that fucking dog. Also, oh, no, her daughter yeah. no, is like doesn't weirdly... Give a shit. Her daughter's like a weirdly menacing character because she's like, <laughs> Mommy, I want to meet. 
the the person who the dog chose. I can't wait till you <laughs> find the dog so I can figure out yes. who the dog yeah. chose. And I'm like, what does that mean? Are you what the antagonist? And since Murphy really had no one who loved him, he must have chosen someone after he got away. I'd like to see who. Yeah, and she's got like this real shitty little grin on her face all the time. <laughs> like she knows something that you don't. And you're like... Is she the mastermind? What is happening? What is yeah, happening? did she yeah. orchestrate this? Is she the reason why that kid can't walk? Like, what's going on? <laughs> is she, this the long con? the lightning bolt to get this dog. <laughs> yeah, but they get called to the same town, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. To the same motel that the agents are staying at, which is irrelevant. But the important thing about that hotel and everywhere else in this entire movie is that every sign is CG'd, including the Western oh animal God. shelter in the in the Wild Yeehaw. West. Yeah, they went to like a ghost town to record this. Like they found like yeah. some like pioneering frontier town that's empty so that they could just shoot wherever and then they CG'd modern signs, signs over yeah. the tops of them. These, like, what, abandoned, dusty what this wooden is telling structures. Me is that you don't need to be good to make a movie. You can just make a movie. Nobody you gives a shit. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. No one's gonna stop you. <laughs> no one will stop you. But th- they all go to uh, the house of the wheelchair kid, mm-hmm. including the sheriff, who is supposed to be giving them the reward, but really just wants to get a selfie with the dog. Like everybody else in this movie. Yup. And at that moment, when they enter the house to go pick up Murphy, the wheelchair kid just sort of like wheelchairs back into the back of the house with Murphy and then fucking books it on that wheelchair onto the highway. We should mention at one point earlier, he does very specifically tell not dad teacher man um he's mm-hmm. like if you think i can move fast in this wheelchair you should see my uh my automated wheelchair it can go from zero to 60 in 10 seconds yeah um, that's what which, i was gonna say like shit. we had Chekhov's wheelchair happen finally <laughs> a very dangerous vehicle a modded wheelchair there's no seat belts there's no helmet <laughs> zero no, to 60 was... in 10 seconds <laughs> Yeah, hey, listen. yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I love that Liz and I both almost at the exact same time that this was happening. We both went, "Wait, are we gonna end with like a car chase scene of them chasing down this wheelchair?" And then we're like, "No, that's too dumb." Anyway, so then we end with this car chase scene as they it, all chase down this wheelchair. It's an off-road wheelchair car chase. It's yes. fine. He's he's real good at navigating. It's fine. Not here we go. Oh shit! Bye. New. How many miles does it get to the gallon? Come on, we can catch up. Sixty. The boy Murphy thing. We'll see later. We gotta get to him first. This is. I get over. This is peak cinema. I can't even. I love Jim. New. Oh, I like how it's just sped up. It's just footage that's sped up. Holy shit! I have the biggest grin on my face. So stupid, it's amazing. Me wearing my sicko shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, that wheelchair can off-road. This whips. 
anyway, the, the wheelchair is faster than all of the vehicles chasing after it. Oh, hey, Boyks, why? Why is the wheelchair faster? Is there maybe perhaps something wrong with both vehicles that are pursuing them? Oh, yeah, fuck. One of the cars <laughs> is has there... a broken axle, the, the sheriff's car. And he just notices... He notices, yeah. like, 15 minutes into the chase, like, oh, our axle's been broken the whole time. Uh, yeah, they didn't break awkward. it, like, in the chase, by the way. It wasn't like they hit, like, a nasty bump and nope. broke it because they're off-roading. No. He's like, oh, yeah. Oops. The axle's oh, been broken. The check engine light's been on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell you because it was embarrassing. axle light, warning light. Yeah, 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 yeah. I meant to do something about that a while ago. Which is really good because it breaks both cars. Because there are two cars that are chasing this kid, but both One of axle them stop. broke both cars, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, so they decide to go after the wheelchair. I've seen that going, video. One axle, two cars. Yeah. Going 60 miles per hour. <laughs> Don't look it up. Off-road. On mm-hmm. foot. <laughs> yes. And well, that's okay. Because well, this kid's about to fucking end. The yeah, but they're specifically worried because there's a train uh, crossing further yes. up. And uh, the train's coming, and surely that'll be a problem for the wheelchair, because uh, there's a train, um, oh, and we yeah, should go is. save him. It is going to be a problem. And anyways, the kid... <laughs> The, the wheelchair, like, okay, so he's like, oh, I, we did it, Murphy. We got away. We're going 60 miles per hour down this dirt road. We did it. And then he immediately hits a rock and a just tiny fucking, pebble. Just fucking face plants directly into the road <laughs> at 60 miles per hour, sliding across is the road. He's ejected at full speed. And, but, like, he doesn't, he doesn't even slide. It's just, and then he's. He's just there. He's on like the crowd. Uh, when yeah, we were watching yeah, he, it, I so, said, he can't get paralyzed twice. So, no. I mean, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? It's at this moment that he was like, hey, Murphy, you know how I said that this wheelchair goes 0 to 60 in 10 seconds? Well, watch how fast it goes from 60 to 0. 60 to 0. <laughs> <laughs> this caused Murphy to land in the middle of the railroad tracks like a yes. fucking snidely whiplash, you know? <laughs> Yo, uh, uh, hostage, and it's up to our hacker boy to save him because no one's he's, there. He's hacked computers. Now watch him hack his legs. <laughs> <laughs> These bad and, boys can also go zero to sixty in ten seconds. Yeah, and he just decides to get up and then pick up Murphy off the tracks as a train rolls by, which is different. Than all of the B-roll footage of trains they've shown up to this point. Mm-hmm. They show, like, this red and gold train, and then the minute that it goes past them, it's white and blue. Like, they don't even try, and it's CG, so they could have done anything. It's just a CG uh-huh. train. No. That I costs guess, money. I guess. But the, the family and the talent agency and the, the agents that we're going after, him, everybody and the sheriff shows up. At, right as he's about to get hit by the train, but then steps off like a badass and doesn't even look at it. And they're like, wow, he can walk, he can stand. It's a miracle. All it took was having a horrible wheelchair car accident to shake yeah, him off of his it. horrible car accident trauma. You just have to have another accident, and that <laughs> fixes your legs. 
Everyone knows this. People are like jukeboxes. If you hit them in the brain a couple times, it just resets every once in a while. You just get new things. Percussive maintenance. It's so ridiculous. I fucking love this scene. This whole thing. This ending makes up for a lot of how boring the rest of this movie is, because this movie is boring as shit. (laughs) There's a lot of scenes that are boring, yeah. But, like, afterwards, the, the kids become the trainer... The show goes on for Doggy Dime One One, and then it, it cuts to credits, which shows you all the green screen dogs in the film. But we didn't get to. I watch was going to say, did we mention the, like the weird montage we got of them trying to find other dogs, where they clearly just oh, did an no. open casting call for people to bring their dogs to set? Yeah, we mm. didn't because yeah, they just have a bunch of dogs of just local people that show not up, I trained guess. dogs. We should be no. in, like crystal clear. No. These are just people with their dogs, and like four of them were pugs it's randomly. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I loved it. But, I got oh, so wow. tons of good dogs. There was so we did get Sophie Granny, Granny who brought oh, her dog. Great. I was love really her. good because she brought a mm-hmm. stuffed teddy bear, and then the whole time she's like, "Yeah, this is my dog. He's always there when I wake up. I'm definitely not going." <laughs> there was a dog outside talking to a man playing checkers, and then afterwards, I found this teddy bear, and now I'm. <laughs> God. It talks. Did you know the me, teddy bear talks? Yeah, it's trying to teach me like the meaning of Christmas or something. It's real weird. <laughs> My favorite was um, the horrifying ventriloquist man who was using oh, yeah, his dog as a ventriloquist puppet. That was my favorite. That was fucking creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, this is part of the subplot of... Cause they could have just left it. It's a children's mm-hmm. movie. They don't actually... Like, as much as we were making fun of it for, yeah, you can't replace the dog. Like you said, it makes sense, though, because it's a kid's movie if they just don't mention that. Like, yeah. Don't mention that Lassie has all the stunt doubles. Don't mention yes. that there's multiple Batmans. Don't mention there's multiple Supermans. But now that they, like, brought it up seven or eight times, they're like, wait. Wait, but we got to address this. So they have to have a big subplot of movie executive man hosting all the other dogs to be like... Well, these dogs are shit. <laughs> these dogs are ass. We can only we have, have been the, more... the Jack Russell one. That's the only yeah, good like, dog. Is it they didn't yeah. even bother trying to like cast the same kind of dog. They're like, just it bring any dogs. dog. Yeah. Just bring just any, any dog. dog. It doesn't need to be dog. trained. Just bring they, any dog. They could have just dropped... I don't give a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they could have just dropped that plot. They also could have dropped the mm-hmm. telepathic dog plot, because that was irrelevant to everything. It didn't but matter. Then he wouldn't have been able to hear his cool voice where he talked like he was a cool guy who did cool things, like smoke cigars. I, it was funny that the ADR voice actor also ADR'd like when the dog was licking its lips or, or like, sneezing. sneezing or whatever. There were but, so many yeah. scenes where it was like this dog sneezes halfway through and the ADR actor has to do it, and you're like, could we, could we get a cut without the dog sneezing? No, no, we're just going to no. keep that one. Okay, I'll just do well, my I mean, line halfway through it. It's fine. I mean, Jim was like, hey, we shot the scene. Fucking ADR. I'm about to And Hey, like, man, we got to listen. We've spent almost a week making this movie already. How long am I supposed to spend on this fucking thing? And, like, that's what I kept bringing up is, like, again, the dog doesn't actually talk. He confirms canonically that he speaks, tele- like, telepathically. Yeah. Yes. But the ADR guy, like, does the sounds the dog makes. So I'm like, of, is like, he doing that? Is, yeah, is, is he sneezing in his brain, too? Like, what's <laughs> <Yes>. going on? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. God. I, oh, man. To, to, 
expand really quickly on what I was saying about only a week to film these. To give an idea to everybody, I'm only half joking because Doggone Christmas came out in 2016. Mm -hmm. This movie, Doggone Hollywood, was 2017. And A Doggone Adventure is 2018. <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> yeah, that's a tight production schedule to put I, lately. I mean, Santa's Summer Home, Cynthia Rothrock's really, you know, she does a lot of those movies where they shoot it in a weekend. She's used to that, so. She's coming to her own, yeah. Yeah. Whew, that was a film, so huh? <laughs> good dog movie. God damn it. Great dog movie. I was uh, a little sad that it, I really didn't hold up to a doggone adventure. I We kind of had the question before, because we were mm -hmm. talking about it, where Doggone Christmas was awful. Like, I, I remember hating that movie, and then I remember watching Doggone Adventure with you and going, wait, is Jim Wynorski, has good. He, has he evolved? Yeah. Is he better? And I'm like, oh, now I see the transitional period. <laughs> I see the... Mm. Near the end of this movie, once he starts getting into wheelchair, 60 mile per hour chases with cop cars through the woods, then I, we're getting like, oh yeah, this is starting to get into doggone adventure, Jim Wynorski territory, but boy, the first half of this movie. This is the movie that happened after he watched Mac and Me. Like, <laughs> he just left out Wait. the Ronald McDonald doing breakdancing on the, you know. Parking Wait, park. I can just throw kids in wheelchairs off of cliffs or in front of trains? Damn! <laughs> yeah, you can just do that in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jim's like, in no, a movie. In the, in a, wait, in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's not what I was talking about, but that's a good what's idea, a, What kid. is a movie? That's a good what idea, too. About? I could also put it on film. Yeah, that could be my next movie. <laughs> can we get a dog Jim, in there? Jim, no. <laughs> You don't talk to the man who directed Deathstalker 2 and Chopping Ball like that, kid. I'm a legend. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, <sighs> let's rate the dog. Uh, what is our scale? What What is the scale? It's technically, it's want. out of 10, but you can, you can rate the dog how you want. I uh, Murphy is best when not talking uh, telepathically, but Murphy does get a lot of pets. Does some does do some cool tricks, not like stunt tricks, just just begging for treats off of camera tricks. Yeah, yeah. I I almost feel like, other than the driving force of the plot, Murphy could just not be in this film. Yeah, or at least just not talk. Him just being like, yeah. you know, a dog. Yeah, I think. Normally, I would give a dog like this a 12 out of 10, but this dog's a little more annoying than normal, so I would give it an 11 out of 10. Yeah, that's my rating for Murphy. I am exclusively going to give a 13 out of 10 because I'm adding additional points because my headcanon is that this is a child's play scenario where a <laughs> alcoholic yes. man was hit by a car and has possessed the spirit of a Jack Russell Terrier. Mm -mm. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm doing a 60 out of 0 for how fast he impacted into those railroad tracks. Yeah, good score. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you can... 
out of zero. No, it works. Yeah, yeah, because that's, <laughs> yeah. Where, that's where he ends up. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Okay. Zero, <laughs> like zero. the amount that he can't walk anymore. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checkmate, atheists. They they, tra- they transferred the not walking from the kid to the dog through this one magical <laughs> trick. <laughs> Look, they didn't horrible wanna... high-speed car accident. They didn't want to hit that dog the in the trick car. One trick doctors but... don't want you to know. But they really wanted to hit that dog with a train by the end of it. Oh, yeah, train conductors fear no man nor God. This is canon. (laughs) That train didn't even try to slow down after seeing them. Just sped right up. Of course not. Well, fuck it, I guess. You know, not my problem. Train conductors have no morals. Are you kidding? (laughs) That's why they're in all of the ethics problems for trolleys and (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. They're bloodthirsty. That's on the the job description. Yeah, if you have to do, like, a philosophical ethics thing in your mind, like, you need that. You have to have an impartial observer, somebody who's totally amoral. That's why they use train conductors. You can yeah. either slow down to not hit this dog and kid, or... Eh, fuck them. You have to pretend you didn't see them. That's the trolley problem, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. yeah, it is. Oh, God. All right, well, I... That's enough for Rough Cuts this week, I guess. We've got, uh, you guys check us out on all of our social media stuff. We've got at Rough Cuts Cast for, oh boy, both our emails, so roughcutscast at gmail.com and Twitter. And then you can always check us out on TikTok, Rough Cuts, and same on co-host, we're at Rough Cuts. And for Liz, do you have anything you want to shout out? I know that you are part of a very cool podcast crew also. I am. I'm also, I mean, I do other stuff as well, and it's Miss Shadow yes, of Leaves on everything. Uh, you'll be mm-hmm. easy to find. Um, I'm also on another podcast where I do similar, um, I would say, air, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see them, um, good media breakdowns of a very mm-hmm. popular show known as American Horror Story. Uh, it's a podcast called The Great and Terrible AHS. Um where uh, myself, Slow Beef, and Ty Tuesday uh, watch um, one of the greatest pieces of American media, uh, American Horror Story, and discuss the uh, ethical ramifications of each episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So what, what is it with clowns and masturbation? <laughs> This is. I'm always saying this. I am literally always saying this. Why not we an expert? I just. I have to ask if we've got an expert on. No, there's no. There's never an answer, which is why it's so frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. Also, make sure to check out Liz on Twitch, uh, streaming daily. I I do daily. So it's it's every day derogatory. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. I just had a pie that I ordered, but I have to go take a zip line to go get it at the bakery. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that zip line, and uh, it's down the mountain, you see. So time for me to throw a rock in front of this podcast and stop from <laughs> zero, sixty to zero. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Yeah, also me. She's so sweet. She's always there when I wake up in the morning. Isn't that great? This is my paralysis demon. Oh, no. (laughs) This is my haunted teddy bear. Oh, did anybody bring a piece? You should have listened to the dog chant. 
He was trying to protect you. 